This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, hello and welcome once again to the Mansfield Matters Podcast, the only show on the internet, on the radio, wherever you want, which is 100 million percent dedicated to Mansfield Town FC. Probably. Uh, today, a little bit different setting. We are again, once again, in Berry Hill Park, but we are actually sat looking out to the lake, the lake behind us, enjoying the, the evening sound, and, and here to talk Mansfield Town once again. And we're back to the fabulous four: Cam Felton, Nathan Edge, Mark Bum. And me. And these have all come sort of dressed in normal suits. I'm here in the, in the, in the shirt and tie after So I do apologise for the, the over overly dressed. I thought we were going out for a coffee meal, but clearly not. Clearly Nathan's Listen, Listen to yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, we thought you were paying, so... Well, I thought Nathan was paying, so apparently, obviously, no uh, bronze medal today, so clearly he's, he's had that down. He made already. Only a reward for the first place, uh, well, let's talk about obviously the stags then once again, um, and we sit reflecting yet again on another frustrating—I wouldn't say disappointing—performance, but let's let's say frustrating to, to say the least at, at Carlisle, a one-one draw. I think it's frustrating, definitely, is the word because we had the chances to go out and win that game. Fair enough, there were some fantastic saves by their goalkeeper, but to be honest, it's like another missed penalty. Really, we should be putting these away. We think we went what two two years without getting a penalty recently we've got quite a few and we just can't take them chances and at the point of the game we were just starting to get on top of that game then and I think that really let Carlisle back into the game for the second half because they didn't seem up to it um, as much as we did Mark obviously you were there as well what's your, your thoughts on the, on the game we were obviously sat together watching so what's your, what's your viewpoint yeah, more of the same again. I mean, it's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, again, you know, we were on top of them. In the second half especially, I think we were on top of them and we played some good football. But, again, three penalties in a row now we've missed. I mean, you know, it's, we're playing well, but, again, it's just we should be doing better than what we are I think, with the players we've got. And, Nathan, obviously, you know, Mark and Cameron both mentioned it there, three missed penalties, obviously, listening on, on Saturday. When the commentator screams, Mansfield have got a penalty in the over-elaborate way that they do, <laughs> yeah. um, as, I, as I know myself, um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit of an example see you later um, does that start to fill you with a little bit of dread now knowing that we've missed three and three do you think here we go again um, well when we get the penalty shout I actually it's probably the first time I didn't get excited uh, myself I, I, I just I don't know what it is this, this season but we're just not having much look even in pre-season uh, I know when it came up to uh, the, when we got the penalty against Carlisle uh, we know Lee Angle was there, he, he wanted it, didn't he? He wanted to take it. Even he missed one in pre-season out in Malta. I mean, he hit it well, but it was saved. Uh, so, really, we, we, he's also missed one if you, if you count pre-season. And then um, when they did, uh, when I rem- remembered Kane Hemmings on it, which I actually thought, that's a little bit where I had a bit of belief that we might actually put it away. And um, to be fair, it wasn't a bad pen, was it? It was a good save. In comparison to the last two, it wasn't a bad pen. Um, so, we'll give him that. But it is disappointing, the fact that this seems to be costing us a few. I think really it's probably cost us about six points now. You know we should have uh, should have uh, clinched the game against Luton. That would have been three points there. 
that could have won us a game as well at Carlisle another three points as well. And you think would that have possibly got us into the second round of the cup? It was 1-0 Rochdale at the point. We were absolutely hammering their goal. We get this penalty and all of a sudden we start stumbling now, see, that's the that. only That's the only penalty that I, I look back on and say that wasn't a, a, an error from a Stags player. I mean, you look at the conditions that night, as we said, after. They were poor, yeah. There was only one way you could go and that was hitting that hard and low and the keeper yeah. knew that. That's do you, smart do you think that changed the game though? Because the Stags seemed to stutter slightly after that. Well, of course you? it did, yeah. Missing a penalty... 100% knocks your confidence and I don't think if we're being completely fair it's only by luck that we got back into the game I mean that's not taking any away from Callum Butcher what a finish it was, was the deftest of touches to yeah. lob it over the keeper with such precision yeah. but you've got to ask yourself you know if, if a bit of luck didn't come our way like it did would we have got back in the game I don't think so from, from, from the way we were playing I think it was getting the penalty great we always had that thought in the back of our heads we're, we're going to miss this we're going to miss this we've not scored one yet but I think that's what G'd the players on a bit more knowing that we've missed penalties before we've like fizzled out in the game we've not really pushed forward any more than that so I think to be honest I think Carlisle on Saturday is a great great way to respond to A being 1-0 down and B missing the penalty because we played them off of the park most of the second half we were just unlucky not to get the goals that we deserved I think the, th- the thing is as well Nathan, you mentioned that you said six points. I've counted seven. Where obviously the opening day of the season um, away at Crew, we should have won. Hmm. So that's two points dropped there. Uh, again, Luton two points dropped there. Accrington, fair to say we, we dropped a point there, so that makes five. And then obviously we dropped two. I, I think at Carlisle we should have probably beaten them as well. So seven points dropped. Those seven points. At this stage in the season, yeah, it's early, and I agree with what Paul Rayner says. There's no need to get sort of head up about it yet. But you look at adding those seven points to what we've already got, converting those draws into wins, and that defeat into a draw, that makes us much more stronger and, and probably much more feared going into essentially what is a really tough September now. You look at some of the games. Obviously, we've got a big local. It's not as big as what we've got coming up, but we've got local derby against Grimsby on Saturday. We've got Lincoln in the middle of the month, Notts County to finish the month off. We, we need to be proving ourselves. Biggest game for me is on Tuesday night, Wickham. Wickham are always a good test and they've always been a physical side. We've struggled against them a lot of the time, draws or losses. So it should be an interesting interest that one. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. Nathan, do you, do you, what's your views on, on the points drop situation? I mean, it is early in, in the season. You've played in a, in a, in a tournament, you know... Obviously, you got off to a fantastic winning start with the England blind squad, but you will know as a group and know as a as a footballer and somebody who you know is in that environment that it's not all about how you start; it's about how you finish. But the importance of getting those points on the board it brings momentum, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably the most disappointing factor. Is that uh, I think we really could have done with a good start to the season, but I think we can take a lot of positives out of it. I know, like I say, it has been disappointing the fact we have dropped, like you say, seven points and a lot of those games we really really could have come out with a lot better but we have put in some good performances like for instance Luton and let's let's face it Luton are going to be up there at the end of the season so if we can put in performances like that as long as we cut out the silly mistakes and as long as we I think we still need to gel as a team I think that's a big factor and that's why I think we're conceding the goals we have done as well so as soon as we start gelling a bit more and we learn how to see out games I think we'll come good I think we're nearly there. I don't think we're that far off. So um, I, I feel that like this will be a big month. I just hope we do hit a bit of form because we've got so many games in September and some big games as well. It's, there's a massive opportunity for us. And uh, to be honest, I think three points against Grimsby on Saturdays will be absolutely essential. Yeah, I tweeted that after the game against Carlisle. I think we really do need to get three points on Saturday. So is, is everyone else in agreement with that? Because I think, you know, getting three points at this stage, obviously we're going to have... Let's let's not, you know, deny it. There will will be more in the one call stadium on Saturday by virtue of the fact it is going to be in a so-called derby game. I say in the bird corners. But again, it puts pressure on because if you put in a good performance, you put in a good win. Those some of those supporters, maybe 25-30% of them, then come back and then come back again and again. And the gates grow and the money grows. And, and I think it's this month. If you're wanting big gates, this is the month that you're wanting them. It'll be. A near enough sellout away at Lincoln that'll be a great atmosphere it'll be near enough a sellout at home to Notts County Wickham not so much I don't think because it's a Tuesday night kids are back at school I think you'll be back down to your normal 
just two and a half thousand like we were used to getting. But I think you look at the games that we've got, we need these supporters and with it's like attendances don't win your games. But they go a long but, way. But they do go a long way. It's that fighting spirit. You look at Carlisle, we took we took what, two hundred and something with us. I think that it, we made plenty of noise. We were willing the team on. We were, and it does go a massive way. And I think without the supporters, you, you've not got a chance. Yeah, it's certainly something you, you've got to do there. So obviously, get yourself down to the, the One Course Stadium on Saturday and one o'clock kickoff. Of course, let's. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Grimsby and about Wickham coming up. But obviously, it's the, kind of the, near the start of the show. So, guess what time it is? Connection question, Nath. Yeah, connection question. Connection well, question. That's right. It's time for the <laughs> yeah. connection question. You're getting good at this. I know. So yeah. it's like there's a format to this podcast. Know, yeah. How dare we do something so so organised? <laughs> uh, every week, I ask you guys on the panel a question which randomly links uh, to an upcoming opposition, the upcoming opposition of that week. This one being Grimsby. So naturally, this one's going to have links with anyone. Any guesses? Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Obviously. The Stags suffered their worst defeat in the conference at the hands of Grimsby when they were battered on New Year's Day. Oh, love the fish pun. Love the fish pun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Louis Briscoe scored one of the goals, but who got the other? Do you think you know? We'll start with Mark. Do you think you, you remember who? On that terrible day, were you there? On New, no. New Year's Day 2011? <coughs> you lucky, lucky man. Uh, you think you remember? You could put a name to it though? Got a name in the idea. Okay, Nathan, I'm sure. Were, were you there that I day? was there, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm not going anymore there, to be honest. But uh, I think I, I, well, I don't know, but I'm going to take a guess. Okay, okay. And Cam? I've got two names, but I can't remember if the player that I've got in my head scored or got sent off. Right, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know, yeah. Stay tuned to find out who those two names were. We'll reveal the answer at the end of the show. You see, that's how it works. You see, it's a bit of a teaser, isn't it? It's yep. getting, getting them on the hook, it's almost like going, um, what is it? Fishing. I, I was thinking of crabbing. Ironic as well because we sat by a lake. Yeah. Watch this on the video. If you listen to the audio version, you've got no idea what we're on about. Get on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash MCFC Matters, and check out the video version of the, the podcast as well. Let's move on then uh, by talking about um, Deadline Day. Obviously, we recorded last week's podcast on, on the Wednesday, so we, we missed Deadline Day, mainly because one of us sort of decided to go on a three hour long journey by themselves up to. Carlisle and not take you lot with me. Sorry about that, boys. We got there eventually. Right. Although yeah. Nate, we we owe you one, Nate, don't we? We we went. So no, so I was busy moving out. So I yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I didn't yeah. go. Nathan, right, Nathan is doing a very important job for the Manchester Matters podcast. I think we can reveal this. Nathan's right to say, isn't it? I don't know where you're going with this. So let's find out. Something about a tub. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. When it gets to Christmas, you see, it's starting to get a little bit cold now. So today we're actually on. We've what we're going to try and do here on the podcast is get to as many different places as we can whilst it's still late and the weather's okay but when it comes to sort of October, November it starts to get a little bit colder and a little bit you know weather's horrible Nathan's just brought a house which is in your vlogs yep check out youtube.com forward slash Nathan M's Nathan and Emma Nathan and yeah, Emma okay. we'll put the links in the description and everything um, and you've also put, made a very vital purchase uh, for this haven't you yeah it's top of my list top of my list so, first yeah. thing you brought isn't it as well <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> no kettle no sofa, no, any, just this particular item. Do you want to reveal what it what it is? Yeah, I've decided to treat myself to a hot tub. So, so there you go. And that's going to be uh, the location of. What's going on behind it? <laughs> <laughs> Stop really loose. So you might never see that. The back of the Chasing the geese, which is quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> Although Cam actually thought they were chickens early, which was. No, it, it's, a, it's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's better go. Obviously, you've purchased a, a hot tub yeah. purely for Mansfield Matters podcast. This we, is right. we could say that. Yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah, we'll, let's go with yeah, that. Yeah, let's we'll, go with we'll that. think that right. you love us enough to, to buy to buy. As, as a hot what tub is it? Nathan, Nathan's hot tub one week, my hot tub the other. You've not got a hot, your hot tub is your your hot tub compared to Nathan's. Is, Nathan. Have you got like a proper jacuzzi sort of one? That's, that's, yeah, proper yeah. one. No, I've got yeah. a lazy spa. And we'll, we'll a lazy spa. That's oh, no, a glorified bathtub, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's yeah, a bowl which blows bubbles out, isn't it? It's going to be blue and yellow as well, so don't no, worry. Oh, so yeah. there you go. We will look forward Possibly. to fu- future podcasts. <laughs> it's not yeah, recording. Well, well, we can make we'll it. Decorate it. Yeah. This last, isn't it? Future podcasts will be filmed in Nathan's hospital. Be warned. Don't worry. We'll censor it. Don't worry. So it's all fine. It's all good fun. Uh, let's move on. What was I even saying? I was talking about... Oh, I can't remember. Deadline day. Deadline oh, day. deadline day, yeah, because we missed last week's podcast because, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's not go down that tangent again. Yeah. Uh, deadline day, of course, um, 
we saw one in, one out. Callum Butcher signed uh, from Millwall, and of course, George Taft left on loan, six months loan. Uh, to Cambridge as, as well. Uh, first and foremost, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the outgoings or the incomings? I want to start with Taft. Taft. Go, go. Simply because of, I'm going to refer back to what I was saying last week, and I was actually very disappointed to see that Taft went out, to be honest. I'm glad you've said that. I'm, yeah. I'm 100% glad you've said that because I think, I mean, what's your, what's your reason is for uh, it? I mean? My reason is just plainly, well, one, I think he's a good player. I mean, we have got some very good players in defence, but I just think he, I think. He, He's probably better than a few that we have got. And second, we're struggling on the left side at the moment. And I, 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 this is what I said in the last in last week's uh, in last week's podcast that I felt he was going to be a good option to come in on that left side because we know he can play there. But he's more of a defensive option. You've got Benin and Hunt who are, are more wing and attacking minded. But he can come. He, he can very easily slide there. When we need to see our games. When we talk about you know also playing at five at the back. I can see him on that left, back left centre back, so that for me was disappointing. And I hope he's—I hope he has only gone out there to get some game time, and, he, and, and he's in uh, Steve Evans' mind to feature in the future and nothing else. I and I also help he's not allowed to play against us as well. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I would be inclined to say that that is true, as, as to go as much as to sort of say, yeah, he's gone out to get game time because if you look at last season, obviously when Steve Evans came in, and this is—it it was proved in, in some cases as well. If there are players who are injured or there are players who aren't performing or whatever, a new manager will come in and say, right, I don't like you in that position, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of you, which, you know, prime example, Chris Clements. Ben Whiteman came in, Chris Clements went to, to Grimsby and to what have you. There are a few other examples in there which we could name. George Taft was obviously injured, but was coming back from injury. Steve Evans knew of his quality, liked what he saw in training, was pleased with his attitude and, you know would have probably introduced him sooner if he'd have been been fitter so is it a case of Taft saying look I've come back from injury I need some game time Can, are you going to offer it me or am I going to get it and you know hopefully he can go to Cambridge and come back because I think if we got rid of George Taft as much as people online are saying you know he's injury prone and you know he barely ever plays or whatever mm. I think he's a, he's a fantastic acquisition for us and well, yeah. a good player I mean you kind of feel for him because he's not really been given a chance this season I mean I thought last season well especially at the end of last season I thought he won't stand up performance to be fair he's very unlucky not to have you know been started at least Cam's laughed at me because I've put my coat on so we decided to come outside just to get <laughs> nice weather and what? What's your, what's your Just, problem? I don't get what your problem is. It's not cold. It, it's Nash. It doesn't matter, does it? It's fine. <laughs> Carry on, Mark. Yeah, sorry, Mark. There you are. That's right. <laughs> don't get cold. Uh, it's, it's one of those interesting things, isn't it, with, with the Taft situation? Because, you know, you look at the defenders we've got, and I think it's uh, the point you raised, Nate, actually, that stability and that sort of, you know, strength on that left-hand side. If Johnny Hunt or Mal Benning gets injured, Suspended, and then you know we're down to one. I don't see who else that we've currently got now with Taft being out could play in that left back position. Would you say that we'd possibly put CJ Hamilton back there just because we've got nobody else? I hope not. We can record. I wouldn't work that. I think we can. I think there I is think a we'll probably be able to manage with it because they think he's a, he's very skillful. He, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a very very good player, and I think he's very unlucky to be playing at conference level a lot of his career. So, but you know what? He's he's a very talented player, and if we had to, if we had to put someone at left back, say we got Benning suspended and Hunt came on and he was in, got injured halfway through the first half or something, I think we'd probably be able to manage with Hamilton at the back. I hope I'd hope if it was anything long term, I'd hope. Uh, well, not so long term. Even if there's a couple of months out, I'd hope we just recall him. Yeah. I'd rather yeah, see yeah. Taft come back in than so that's the thing now, there. Because of the new rules, there's no more emergency loans. loans or anything, so if you do get an injury... Well, we can still recall Taft back We can still recall Taft, but like, if, if we didn't feel that Taft would do the job, then we wouldn't be able to get anybody else in until January. Well, no. And would, you, would it be worth running the risk or not? I think that goes a long way to show why Stevens has signed so many players as well. Definitely. You know, we've, we've dwelled on that in the past. That's obviously we, we talked about Taft there. That was the outgoing. The incoming was Callum Butcher um, on a permanent deal. I think I'm right in saying from, yes. from from Millwall. Many, you know, out there do rate him highly, and you know, he came off the bench and scored within two minutes, didn't he? So oh, fantastic. Yeah. Not a bad way to stop. But that said, how many times have we seen a player come in, make an impact in his debut, and then gone? 
well, just sit back and, and relax now. Well, that's it. I mean, got to give him a chance. Obviously, then he came in and it's well played off the game, didn't it? So we got to give the guy a chance. But I mean, a lot. Of, I think a couple of Millwall fans were kind of surprised that he dropped down to League Two. So that speaks volumes for him on that. Yeah. And I think it'll be different with him because we've had players come in before and they've been playing on loan at clubs, yeah, yeah, whereas Butch has been playing first-team football for a League One championship team yeah. and played in playoff finals, high-tense situations, semi-finals. And I think that goes a long way that he has actually come into the club and wanting to get on with it. You see some players come into it, just get, they're just there to get the game time, whereas Butch is wanting to come. So obviously he cancelled his contract with... Millwall by mutual consent just so we can come to Mansfield. The interesting point that you made is that mate, they obviously were talking about obviously signing players on loan and not being able to do that and then change to the transfer window. There's actually a bit of a loophole there when you think about it because one thing you can do under the new rulings is sign free agent. So what you've noticed a lot on deadline day was a lot of players who were good players and you know could probably sit you know sit it out or, or do a job were actually contract you know cancelling the contracts with clubs becoming a, effectively a free agent which then frees them up to go and train elsewhere and sign during this period because you can sign free agents all the way up to I think about two weeks before the January transfer window opens again there's only that sort of two week period where you can't actually sign anyone at all so free agents you can sign so maybe Steve Evans has got his eye on a few there who knows but one thing Callum Butcher did do obviously one thing he's lacking slightly in what Steve Evans has said as well is obviously that fitness element he played in the reserve team game uh, on Tuesday, yesterday at Rotherham, a 1-0 defeat, but when you look at the squad which, which played as well, obviously it was a, a loss to a penalty, how ironic, that yeah. um, <laughs> we, can, we, we can't score one, but we can't save one either. Um, it's interesting when you think about it, because the, the team that played, the starting eleven that played, was a side which could easily start in League 2, and once again, let's start with the fact that it's imperative really that we are using these reserve leagues because so many times we've seen the under 21s and the kids just be put out by previous managers and players who need game time just not be used because of travelling or whatever but I think this year you've got no matter when the reserve team game is with the exception of the long trips I think you are likely to see a very strong Mansfield Town reserve side again using inverted commas it is interesting and it really does show the, the depth that we've got in our squad. We've got you look at the team that was playing in the reserves, that team could quite easily have played well, outplayed most of our team last season. Well let's run through it. I mean I've got it in front of me here. It's obviously Elesnik in goal. Um, back four of White, Diamond, uh, Digby and uh, Hunt. Obviously Digby playing centre back, he has played there before, I think he played there and at right back for, for Ipswich Perfect. as well. Yeah, so yeah. Um, midfield um, of, uh, of Butcher, Jack Thomas, Alfie Potter, Alex McDonald, and front two of Jimmy Spencer and Amari Sterling James, who, you know, they both need game time, they both need to, to get in there. But again, it's a very, very strong side, isn't it? And, you know, it, it could do a job. It's vital to get these players' minutes. Well, I think it is, because I think we're talking about their quality there. Uh, that is a very, very strong lineup, and I think, say, at any point, uh, they, those players should be and, and will be called up to, into the first team so they need to be match you know, not just fit but they need to be match ready as well and I think the more game time they can get um, you know, in the reserves and the better it's going to be so I hope they do continue to, to play them I think a key thing is that what Evans said when he came in when he was signing players back in January obviously his first transfer winner with us you don't get fit to play you get fit by playing and I think that's one thing that will be crucial this season in the reserve games. The players that aren't quite fit enough to start um, as a normal game gets that game time in that game, proves what they can do, proves they are fit and put in a good performance to show that they are ready for that for, for the big games. One name which sprang out to me on Twitter, Mark, yeah. reading through the, the reports and whatever, was Alex McDonald. Yeah. Again, it's his... Yeah. Should he be in the, you know, the line I mean, I think we, I like Will Atkinson, I rate him as a player, but I think over the last two games or so, he's, he's not been to the boil, and I think if you take your foot off the gas, you're going to get overtaken, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, you look at him now, it's, it's a different player to what he was last season, you know, he's a lot more fitter, he's raring to go, so I don't, I don't see why he's not playing to be fair, I mean, I know Atkinson's been there for the start of the season, but I think he needs that, really, to bring him into the team and get him playing, because I think we've missed a bit of McDonald's, really. And I think one thing which we have had as well, and I mean, I know, you know, we're talking about different sides, but he, he can play on, on both sides and does predominantly seem to play on the left-hand side, which would bring Anderson over yeah. to the right and, and what have you. But um, 
he's a bit more of a defensive-minded winger. He gets forward and likes to attack and likes to create, but he's also muscly. He gets in, he's strong in the challenge. And which side have we, we've been saying it every single game for the past three or four games are we vulnerable on now? Yeah, uh, I yeah. yeah, and mm. you know, would McDonald, would McDonald's introduction, therefore move Anderson to the right, him onto the left, and give us a little bit more assured, you know, assuredness on that side? I think it would, and I think Definitely, yeah. probably, probably what we need. I think, um, I, I, like 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 Mark said, I think he's, I think he's earned his place in the, in the starting lineup, and, and that's what with all these players coming in, like I say, was the depth of quality we've got. They've always said at the end of the day, any shirts are for grabs, and uh, whoever shows that they, they they want it and they earn it, then they should get it. So I hope that that is the case, and he does does come in. I don't think it's anything that, well, he's actually just a little bit off the boil, but. He's not played bad, but yeah. I think it's just the fact, fact that McDonald's is probably just looking better at the moment. Yeah. It's simple think, as that. Yeah. If you look at the Lincoln game, he really did boss that midfield with Alfie Potter as well. Them two worked yeah. really well He's together. Potter up Potter up right. Uh, McDonald up the left. Very fast. Both got fantastic footwork. Both well, Potter's a lot smaller than what McDonald is muscular-wise, but he still gets stuck in. Yeah. Would do you think that they deserve a place? And Alfie Potter as well. If you go yeah. back to that Lincoln game, his you know, this sort of reflects a little bit on the England Germany game last night actually as well. His fluidity and his movement, box to box, getting us on the counter, opened them up so many times. Yeah. And I think in a game like Grimsby, it's going to be a little bit, a little bit more feisty. Yeah. It's going to be a bit more fast-paced. I think you need that counter-attacking ability because that's where you're going to get goals. Definitely, and Grimsby are always a big physical team, so I think most of their threats going to be coming from set pieces, uh, as per most uh, local derbies, because it's you don't really get much fluidity in a local derby. It's all rough, ready tackles, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. crack on with it. But I think if you want to get that extra edge, I think that's where you need to be playing football, getting that, getting the passes in. Yeah. And I think what we were playing against Lincoln really did work. It's just we don't seem to defend. Too well. That's the issue, isn't it? And that, for me, that begs the question of whether it's down to the, you know, the way we're setting up as a, as a unit or individuals. But not going to, not going to shy away from it. Mal we we don't seem to react game. well yeah. to lumping it long. No. It's we, there, you can tell that Lincoln are a conference team, and you can tell that Forest Green are a conference team. Both them games, they were just lumping it long, yeah. hoping yeah. for a flick on. Yeah. Uh, we're not. I don't think we're set up like that. Cause we saw a lot of it at uh, Crew as well. I mean, so, I think a lot of the things we blog about and we talk about do come across as negative sometimes. I want to avoid that because what I think we are is, you know, when we get the ball and we stop playing it and we have two, three touches and we have that fluid two, three touch movement, yeah. my mouth starts to wash and I'm thinking, bloody hell, we can, we've, got a, we've got a chance here. And it's having that rather than in those short... Have you heard of the training mechanism where, you know, you run 30, walk, walk two? And then you build it up. You run for 30 seconds, walk for two minutes, yeah. and then you change it to a, you know, and, and gradually change it. You know what I mean, Nathan? Interval, yeah. You're the interval, interval training. training. I knew that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> interval training. We're sort of doing that with possession a little bit. We're just we're having yeah. that spell of bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And then. But then we have that. That it's what? Yeah. It, yeah. That's the frustrating thing, isn't it? We know we've got the players to do it. That's yeah. the thing, and they can only get better in time. Well, that's why I, I think we'll get more consistent. I think that we've got all that to come, and I'm still excited. I mean, like I say, it's disappointing stuff, but I'm still excited because we are only going to get better from here. Yeah. And Someone's going to take a battering, aren't they? Oh, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, it's Grimsby on Saturday, yeah. but <laughs> someone, yeah. someone. I'd rather it be Notts County or Lincoln yeah. away, but. Well, yeah. And I think this this side <laughs> as well is very capable of going on a long run. Yeah. And yeah, that's definitely. what we're going to need. Yeah. You know, you look at. Uh, the table this time last year, the, the teams that were down there, X2 were down there, mm. uh, Plymouth were down there as well, weren't they? And, and mm. you know, look where they end up in the season. So we're only what is it, five league games into it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there's a long way to go, and I I fully believe in this squad that we've got enough there, more than enough there to go on a good run and and, and really get some consistency in with us and move forward. Certainly so. Well, let's move from the present to the past and do one of our features. Mark, you mentioned it last week. We did obviously the Matters for Matters Mastermind Challenge last week. If you missed that, yeah. get on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel and go and check out Cam Felton's effort at that. We will bring that back next week. We'll do it on a bit of a rotation basis, which means this week is the return of... 11. Nathan. The Ultimate 11. Cam. What I said. <laughs> the return of the ultimate eleven, and this is the the part of the show where we pick uh, a favourite player from a um, certain position, past 
or um, well, past really, past or past. I was going to say yeah. past or present, <laughs> not present. Uh, it can't be a current player, of course. It can be a player who was on loan. It can be a player who was on trial. It can be a player who was, um, you know, a permanent addition. Whatever. It's got to be a player from the past and from a certain position. The only rule is can't pick somebody that uh, another member of the panel has already picked so far in the Ultimate ever 11. In goal, Alan Marriott, which was, I believe, your choice, yeah. Mark. Uh, uh, right back was Alex John-Baptiste, which I believe was yeah. your choice, yeah, Mark. <laughs> and the centre-back is Kevin Bird, which I believe was your choice, Mark. Yeah, we <laughs> So... No pressure, but you've got three in there so far. Um, so we're going to give you the, the, the first choice. We are again looking for the second centre-back. So we're looking for Kevin Bird's centre-back part, partner. Give me a name. Uh, someone from the past, trialist, loney or otherwise. Who are you going to put for for your central defensive partner to Kevin Bird? I mean, you must have been thinking about it because last week you begged me to, to do the Ultimate 11 on the podcast. We're yeah. not doing the Ultimate yeah. 11, what's going on? I've thought about this! Yeah, you get ideas, don't you? <laughs> and then what do you think of? Um, I've got mine in my head as long as nobody takes it. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> Probably going to get criticised because obviously it's not, you know, recent player, but I'm going to say Thomas Ollie. Okay, no, no, that's fair play, no, that's fair play. Cam, you said you had somebody in your mind, so um, I'm going to make you wait. Nathan! Damn it! <laughs> do they strictly have to play Ah, we should, I'm not going to throw a strike about that, but it's a defender that could. We, give us a name and we will decide between us. We did this for Baptiste, we, we, you know, because we said he played, whilst he technically wasn't yeah. a right back for us, he can play right yeah, back. See, yeah, play see I'd, yeah. I'd, what I'd do in this, if, if this player was to be picked, I'd swap it with Baptiste. So. Ah, right, okay, no, no, we, we're very open for yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay, doing it. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm going to say Bobby Assel. Okay, yeah, Bobby Assel, I think he was the choice for the right. Did you pick him for the right back? I wouldn't be. Who picked him for the right? Someone did pick him for the right back. Yeah. No, no. Well, we didn't pick him, and Kirsty, when she came yeah. on, she said we should have picked. Ah, Bobby yeah, Assel. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so yeah, we'll allow it. Kirsty's vote. Come yeah, on, Kirsty. We'll, we'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> Cam. In fact, I don't know whether, because if you take mine, I'm going to be about really annoyed. No, 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 no. I always say. John Dempster. Ah, okay. No. Uh, I, no. Uh, fair enough. You weren't going to go flat. He was my choice last time, actually. Ah, fair enough. My choice is the Welsh wonder, but it's Reese Day. Fair enough. Yeah. So uh, to, we've kind of ish gone for recent players. I mean, my, I mean Reese Day had a couple of spells, so yeah. you know, yeah. a bit further back. He's so, still he's back playing now, isn't he? I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not it's sure. About ninety now. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no offence, Reese, if you're watching. Like, crack but... it on a bit. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I thought he carried his, his brother Snooker Q now, nowadays. But there you go. Uh, right then. So. You were desperate to, to get your name out there, so should we let should we let you first? Yeah, yeah I mean, we've been a bit late, horrible yeah. to you today. I mean, there's the whole car park incident before. Yeah. So, yeah, if I remember, we'll put the footage in, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if you don't see any footage in this bit, yeah. then I forgot. Sorry. Uh, go on then, Cam. You've got you know the rules. You've got a minute to to make your pledge for, and you should write these down as well, Cam. Uh, you went for. Dempster, John yeah. Dempster. Did. See, I'm forgetting already. You only told me like two minutes ago. It's been a long day. <laughs> uh, one minute to um, make your pledge for why John Dempster should be in the Ultimate Eleven. In three, two, one, go. John Dempster, the man mountain. The the performances that he put in in the conference days, the big games, the Liverpool game, absolutely solid. The Lincoln on a Tuesday night in the replay, absolutely solid. Getting the goal, looping header. It's just. He always rose to big occasions, but also performing the big games that we needed. Putting in a good performance against Wrexham, the game we got promoted. The game against Hereford, another one. Putting in another solid performance. I think just, not just overly getting individual performances well, he, he supported the team as well. A few goals from headers, always had that support. And I think to be honest, just as a, a generic player, he's good, but only like look at some of the players that we've had recently, you look how good he actually is compared to some of them that we've had. And to be still at the club, wanting to make the, the Stag Butte team better, I think it shows how so that guy actually lived for the Stags. As, as good enough to stop you there. Yeah, as he should. Dead. Good enough Damn. to stop you there. There you go, good enough to stop you there. Right. Uh, so if you thought Cam made a plea for John Dempster to be in the Ultimate Eleven, 
head to Twitter at MTFC Matters and cast your vote. Nathan, you went for Bobby Hassan. Now, you've got to put across a reasoned argument here. Before we do like that, though, I have to say, somebody's been practising the mirror of that speech. Have you? It, that it, was rehearsed, it was rehearsed, yeah. wasn't it? That was it's always like scripted. Yeah, so. good stuff. Like, yeah. What was <laughs> yours <laughs> for uh, goalkeeper? Someone impassioned, impassioned, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Always like Dempster, to be honest. Always fair play. Uh, you've got to put across a, a good argument here, Nathan. Obviously, um, the fact that you've you've gone for a, predominantly a right back at centre back, and you said you wanted to move him across. Maybe swapping with Baptiste, which we're we're flexible. That's yeah, the way yeah. football management works. Um, but you've still got, I, I think, a tough job to do here to put across a good argument. Yeah. So are you ready? I'm, I'm. It's not rehearsed, but I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> in three, two, one, go. Bobby Hassel, also known as Robert Hassel, a solid Mansfield Town defender, versatile. Could go centre back if he wanted, but he's he's known to be on the right. <laughs> he's solid. Any spy right running down the wing, he would knock them into the stand without any hesitation. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He would be confident with the ball. He's one of the very few Mansfield Town players, you know, with the young players, who was involved in, in success in the league. It's not happened to us very often, but he was part of it. And he's one of the very few that have also gone on to do better things as well. He's been successful at Barnsley, you know, he's going to higher leagues and maintained his place for the remainder of his career. Is that it? That is. All right, for, vote for Bobby. Is a vote for a winner. I'm going to give that a little round of applause because that was very impassioned. Well done, yeah, well done. Well. You did start that with some passion and good. <laughs> I did. I feel the pressure. I mean, if Mark, if you pull one out of the bag here, that's yeah. it. I might as well just go okay. and jump in that, that little <laughs> late behind us, to be honest. Um, <laughs> your choice, uh, just to uh, remind us, Mark, was you went for Taft, didn't you, Ryan? Taft as Ollie. Taft as Ollie. Okay. So. Are you ready now? No pressure. Cam's been impassioned. Nathan's been impassioned. Yeah. No pressure. No. Your time starts in three, two, one. Ryan Tuffazoli, man Martin, tough tackler, no nonsense defender. You know, you've got Boy Timan, fantastic player, seemed developed to the player he is now, to go on and play in League One. What a fantastic player he was, I mean. Rock solid, you know, fantastic player, he really was. You know, see who how far he's got now in his career. He was just a brilliant player to have. Played alongside some really good partnerships. Most notably recently with Christian Pierce. You know, solid, solid partnership out there. Not a lot of got past him, and he was pitching to us a couple of goals as well. Such a top guy as well. No toughers on me. I'm going to avoid that with a round of applause. I think that was very, very good. Well done. Well done. I thought that was good. I mean, it started off, it started off strong, and yeah. I thought at one point you were looking straight down the lens. Thinking, I thought you were going to get up and stare it, stare down the camera, and just go vote for Taft. <laughs> oh, now I feel pressure. No. <laughs> Reese Day. No pressure. Mate. Good luck. I feel it. I know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I like how you added this. I had it in. I had it in this the music. I mean, you can do it if you want. I mean, it might be funny. I mean, yeah, whatever. Do what you want. It's not going to put me. If you want to try and put me off, you can. Whatever you want. Bear in mind, I'm taking home, and I will probably throw you in the water. Okay. Here we go. Reese Day. Three, two, one. Well, Reese Day, a Welsh powerhouse, a Welsh legend, a captain as well, a captain and a leader, strong and solid like the sturdy Welsh man he is at the back, arrived in his prime, in his youth, from Manchester City, the glorious heights of Manchester, came in as a youngster, a young player, did well to shore things up in a time of uncertainty after that relegation season that the year before, Keith Curl's revolution, he was the rock at the heart of that defence, he drove it forward and then broke our hearts by departure. But he went on to have a solid enough career. And when he came back, the loan from the loan spell he had, David Holdsworth through his revolving door, brought him back, gave him the captain's armband, and he took it. Yes, he had a few injuries, but whenever he played, he was solid, he was sturdy, he was the Welsh dragon. He was the heart, the beating heart of Mansfield Town's defence. That is why you should vote for Reese Day. Hang on a minute, I do believe as well. Though. That wasn't bad. I'm just going to add one thing. The glorious heights of Manchester City. <laughs> Back in the time that Reese Day left them and joined us, were Manchester City considered a big team? 
Mark, just do me a favour, will you? Will you just hold the microphone? Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, not, I'm not knocking it because Reece. He is, he's trying to argue for it. It's a fantastic yeah. player, yeah. 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 but you look at the players yeah. that CD had I'm before. Like, <laughs> all right, well, clearly you're not going to vote for. for you, like, you're, you're, you disagree with my Reece Day choice, so I'm going to ask you. No, Reece Day's a good player. Shut up, I just disagree with the big guys. I'm making a point. I'm making a point. Fine. I was going to ask everybody who. They would vote for out of everyone else's pleas. I mean, I'd vote for each day. Why right, you, you just been no, slagging no, no, me no, no, off? No, 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 no. You've been no, no, sitting no, there no, slagging no. off my pitch. <laughs> I, I respect Reese Day, and I would choose him to be honest out of all of them. But I disagree with the with the, with the heights of Manchester City. Just I didn't think they were big. They were a big team. Does anyone else know what his point is making? Oh, Manchester City have only been a big team recently since they've had a bit of dosh coming in. Were they in the higher league? Were yes. they still a Premiership club? Were they getting hammered a lot? The time? Irrelevant. Yes. Were they? Were they? Were they high? Did yeah. they have Darius Vassell playing for them at the time? <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably did. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> probably Emilewski or something bad. Well, who, who knows? But he's a free agent. <laughs> he's probably about forty on now. But... Steve, get him in. So you say you vote for Reece Day, despite slagging off my, my pitch, or, or criticising, or critiquing, or whatever you want to call it, pedantic. Uh, Nathan, who would you pick? <laughs> um, Obviously, who's your you, player? Again? I've even, I forgot. Uh, John Dempster. Sorry, John. Sorry, yeah, John. I'm just a big fan of John, but uh, I'm going to go for a good old Reese. Mark, no. I want to say John. <laughs> <laughs> See, come and Mark the bromance oh, is back. Isn't yeah. 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 <laughs> Mark, 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 Mark. sound. <laughs> this is how we do Oh, no. Move it swiftly. I lost the next portion of the show. Welcome back to Mansfield Matters Karaoke, where today the loser of the karaoke challenge will be taking a swim across the lake. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, so uh, that leads me to make my choice. I, um, I'm going to stick with my fellow Ginge. I'm going to go Bobby Assel. Good lad. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, if you want to make your casting vote, go to Twitter at MCFC Matters. Uh, vote for the player who you wish to see in the Mansfield Matters Ultimate Eleven. Or if you disagree with any of us, I want to get impassioned as candid about Reece Day playing for Man City, you weren't a great club. Um, you can add the A and other option, just tweeters who you think should make it into the Ultimate Eleven. We'll play again in two weeks' time. We'll reveal the answer in next week's podcast because next week on the podcast, because we're, we, we, you know, we change things up and we do things, it will be the Mansfield Matters Mastermind Challenge. There you go, that's how it works. Uh, thanks very much for playing along. Head across to Twitter uh, at MTFC Matters for that. Let's move swiftly on. Uh, last night at the One Course Stadium, very, very briefly, England under-19s against Germany under-19s. Anyone go? Yes. No. Oh, no. I had a ticket but decided not to go. You decided not to. You missed a floodlight failure. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Personally, yeah, I thought that was that's the most entertaining safe. thing in the entire game. <laughs> Um, I just think uh, I don't, don't want to talk about the game as entire because it's not England matters it's Mansfield matters I just think it's fantastic for the club to be able to you know to be chosen by the FA and, yeah. and the rules I think obviously there'll be a little bit of maybe a little not necessarily backlash but there'll be a few question marks asked over this like, thing, which is we've never had a floodlight yeah, failure every game I've ever been to stags I've never seen a floodlight failure yeah. I probably when Haslam was in charge yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a pay the bills that was about it but yeah. Yeah. still yeah. pay the electricity to bills for those teachers under the bishop's street stand but there's a different yeah. <laughs> thing altogether isn't it um, it actually reminded me of uh, something Mansfield Matters past I mean I don't know if you, any of you will remember this I back in the day when I used to have no girlfriend which is quite sort of coming back to haunt me now isn't it a little bit more it's like my day to day life and no other you know full time job to keep me occupied I used to do obviously a lot of commentary go to as pretty much every Stags game I could get to um, Paul Cox used to have a thing about obviously uh, playing sort of mid-season midweek friendlies yeah. we played one against Rainworth Miners Welfare once which I presume the Stags are actually going to do in a couple of months time to make up for the pre-season uh, Thing. I remember this um, one. Yeah, Mansfield played Rainworth. It was a quite strong stag side as well, which which went down there as well. I did commentary on the game, um, and about midway through the first half, it went from light to absolute darkness. <laughs> Every single floodlight went out. The floodlights were off for a good half an hour to forty-five minutes. Any prizes for guessing who was the saviour? I think I remember this. It was the referee. It was a sparky. Nathan, what would you say? Well, I'm going to go with Cam says. I've got no idea, but he sounds quite like he knows. Mark? Yeah, I've got to say it, Raphael. It was. <laughs> it was really bizarre. I can remember reading it on Twitter because you'd posted it, and I was like, what's going off on there? Because you see one full light go off, or yeah. two. And at Rainworth, you've got 
six foot lines? I think, yeah. Is think, it yeah. eight? I think it's six. I think it's one and a half way. There's one and a half way. But yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll, it's quite regular you'll get a, a floodlight go off at a non-league game. Just one floodlight. You don't expect them all to go off. Especially <laughs> to be the referee, to be the saviour. <laughs> and that was quite funny. It turns out his day job was a sparky and he'd come straight from work and he had his tours in his van. So he put his, put his, yeah. That's, that's non-league for you, isn't that's it? it. Yeah. That was, you can't that's get more long. Change, no yeah. more long lead than that. Funny times. It, oh, it does bring back good, good memories. But uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but obviously, it, it's uh, come back to the point. It was it's really good to, to see the one course stadium chosen, and that's testament to, to John and Carolyn Radford yet again. Yeah, it is, and it puts the club on the map as well, don't it? You know, and it, it's again, it's a good accomplishment for the club. Yeah, and it's. I, I guess, obviously, you know. They would have got a decent tennis. What was it? Can you remember what it was, Cam? It was two. No. Yeah, go over three. Four was it? No, it three, was. Three I think they were about three and a half. Yeah. And they did the fantastic thing as well, which I have to applaud as well, which was groups over. I think it was. Was it over twelve groups of parties over twelve? Yeah. Fifty p a ticket. Let's say like football clubs yeah. mm. could take the the kids along for for very little cost, and I think that's fantastic. And do you know what? I think that is testament to. John and Carolyn. I, mean, I like a testimonial game. I'm, I'm a fan of it. You know, whether it's England under 17s or you know a reserve team game or whatever, to have to get kids watching football, to get into that stadium atmosphere, to watch a good stand as well. Yeah. I think that is that is fantastic. So I would love to see them do that again. I think you know, well done to, to all involved at the club. But uh, if somebody's got a spare 50p. Yeah, well, that one. He nicked my post from last night. But now, if I that is obviously thinking ahead in the future. If I had a kid, I would want them. I wouldn't, but it wouldn't be bothering me if they supported like a really big Premier League team. But if they wanted to support Little or Mansfield Town, I'd be thrilled because it's you yeah. getting them to the football. A lot of kids would be like, "Oh, I don't want to go see them. They're not good." Well, like I've I've seen it in the past. Kids that have I've I've brought with me that I've had friends I've been friends with. They've not been interested in stags before. We. And I brought them to a game before where they're like it were kids for a quid a few seasons ago, or you buy one adult ticket, you get a kid ticket free. And we've gone along to them games and they've been coming regularly, so it's it's getting people involved. And not only is it to see Mansfield, but to get well, what are the European champions under 19s, yeah, yeah. it, it's it's great for the club not, and for the people of Mansfield. Yeah, more of the same, please. Mansfield Tennessee, it'd be great to, to see those. Well, on the 20s next so we've had under 18s under 19s yeah well they, there you go moving Who on knows? yeah moving yeah. moving on let's 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 get the next maybe a couple of years time southgate and the boys becoming the one course no, sure. yeah, yeah right okay you, you <laughs> can pay for next maybe when right. yeah well there yeah. you go yeah. which is, is being built inside the ground apparently so, there you go everything is yeah. that's maybe what it is maybe that's, that's foresight planning see yeah i like it love it it's great predict the future predict the future uh, let's talk about predicting the future then prediction lead time as we move on to look at uh, the two games coming up obviously Grimsby on Saturday which we touched upon uh, and Wickham as well Wickham will be the, the tougher test for me yeah. good side always a tough side always tough to beat obviously remember the Chaka Trade game last year the league games against them last year uh, as well Akinfenwa of course we, it will no doubt will be signing autographs and, and doing selfies can and we whatever, just get Jamie Maguire to come play for yes, yeah, yeah. game he Thank bullied Akinfenwa yeah. every game it was great to watch yeah, I, well, I, to, I totally agree. I think you know it, we need to bring yeah. bring back Maguire. Actually, <laughs> bring back Maguire if you agree, just for one game, just for the Wickham game. Non non contract terms and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, registered with Boston or whatever. So you know, we can. Yeah, let's let's get him back for, for that game. Maguire against Akinfenwa, and do you know what? There was always only, only one, one winner. winner yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't Akinfenwa. Yeah. The beast. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a look at prediction league. Then obviously, it's, uh, um, I've not had a chance really to, to update the league table. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the link in the description and put it on screen. Hopefully now, if it's not appeared on screen now, if you're watching the video version, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we'll get the latest league standings on there. Um, we didn't pick teams last time. I asked you to message me, in, but you all forgot. So it was a good. long way to Carlisle. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, please do remember yeah. this week to send the, the team and the captains yeah. a choice. But let's go through the, uh, the the predictions of the scores and what have you. Let's start um, at, at this end. I'm going to go. Um, we're going to do. We'll do both. Uh, so I'm going to go for. We'll start off with the Grimsby game. I will go for to start off with. Um, I am going to go for a three. All right, I'm going to put my neck, neck on the line. 3-0 Stags win. Uh, Danny Rose to score one. I'm going to say that um, 
Potter will score one, and I'm also going to say that, um, yeah, I, I'm going to go for, for Pierce as well. I think he, he's due one as well. So, uh, Mark? Uh, I'm going to go 2 0 Stags. Uh, goal scorers, I think Angle, the way he's been playing. And I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to say McDonald's. Okie dokie, Nathan. I really fancy us this weekend. I'm going to go 3 1 Stags. Because obviously we're not going to keep, keep killing shooting, I'm afraid. Um, I'm going to go Lee Angle. Um, my sponsored player, Paul Anderson. Uh, the man with the greatest beard in, in history, that's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, I'm bringing it back, Paul. I mean, I'm sorry, I felt guilty for shaving it off last time. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> and I'm going to go, I'm going to say Hammond's going to bag his first one. Okay, okay. And then we'll go for, for yourself, Cam. Uh, I reckon two no stags. Yeah. With Hemmings and... Hmm. I'm stuck on this one. I hope that McDonald's plays, so I'm going to play, say McDonald gets a goal as well. Okay, okay. And we'll go in reverse order as well. Give me your prediction for, for the Wickham game Wickham, on Tuesday night. Yeah, I, I think that'll be closer. I think 2-1 Stags and Anderson and Rose. Okay, okay, which means Nathan, you're next. Yep, I'm also going to go 2-1. Um, I'm going to go for Daniel Rose. Daniel Rose. Daniel Rose. Yeah. Daniel Rose. <laughs> yeah. Sunday game. And uh, absolutely. And um, I'm gonna say Amari Sterling James. Oh, okay. Interesting. Indeed. Uh, Mark. I'm gonna go three one Uh Scorers. Uh, Rose. Uh, Diamond. And Sterling James. Okay. Uh, I'm going to probably be unpopular here. I think it's going to be a one-all draw, uh, and I think the goal scorer for Stags will be um, a cheeky little effort from Xander Diamond. So <laughs> there you go. I don't think we'll beat Wickham, and Akinfem is always down to score as well, isn't he? So, mm. so there you go. Uh, right. Well, that is nearly it for for this week's um, uh, podcast. Once again, thank you as ever for joining us. But be, before we go, obviously, um, big month of fixtures coming up it's been a big week we've reflected on some of the negatives the individual mistakes which we've said have cost us probably seven points so far this season we've mentioned some of the positives uh, as well Paul Rayner said in his press conference on Monday when he spoke to the, the press about you know it's not about how you start it's about how you finish and it's not too concerned as yet but is the one thing when we're reflecting on you know the, the Grimsby and, and the Wickham game in the podcast at the same time next week is that what's the one thing you want to see happened for, for for Mansfield Town. What do you want to see them change? Is it a points thing? Is it a thing on the pitch? Cam, what, what would you like to sort of be reflecting on and say, do you know what, I'm happy they've, they've started to go in the right direction by doing this? I think that one, the key area that I think, personally, I think we've got a fantastic squad and we could, really can challenge this season. I just think closing out the game a bit more I think that's co- it obviously cost us points at Crow there was a 70 odd minute goal that's where we need to start closing the game at uh, Accrington away last minute winner Cre- uh, uh, Carlisle they were pushing on the back uh, pushing on in the last few minutes another one that's late slipping again against Lincoln in the cup another one where we've been slipping away in the last few minutes I think just, we need to tighten up at the back a bit more in the in the last 15 minutes. Nathan? I agree, I, I agree with that. I think uh, that is one for me to be able to see that game, but I also think, I just, I just want to win. I just think, I think we'll... That's it, isn't it? It's, it's get, that lift that winning yeah. brings. I mean, we're not playing, I mean, I said, said this to you on, on Saturday, Mom, we're yeah. not, sorry to cut you off now, I mean, we're not, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> um, we're not playing bad football, are we, really, no. in spells? And, we, you know, we've, we've got points, but it's just, I think it's so frustrating, isn't it? I think that's the point you, you're making, isn't it, Nathan? It's just so yeah. frustrating to, to not have those points when we've thrown them away, really, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. It's been all our own doing. It's not really what the other clubs have done. It's what we've done, and I think as soon as we correct that, we, we'll, we'll obviously start winning games. So that, and uh, if we can score a penalty, I'll be very happy. So I'll take that. <laughs> Mark? Yeah, well, the same really, just a bit more dominant really, and just, just a bit more confident when on the ball really, because we'll get ourselves into great positions, and if it feels like if we get one game, we can get a bit of a run going really, and then that'll be it I think. Yeah, winning breeds confidence, yeah, doesn't it? and I think that's, that's the thing for me as well, as Cam, you said, you made the, the, the point, 
it's tightening that vice in midfield. Well, I watched this comes back to the, the Germany game last night, the England Germany game. You see how they, as a, as a young side, moved with the ball and compact the midfield and stopped England getting through and then was able to go and nick another goal later on. That's what I want Mansfield to do. We've got the players in there, your mm. Digbys, your Byrons, your McDonalds, your Andersons, what have you. Yeah. Let's see a game out. Let's keep the ball. Let's frustrate the opposition. Make them make the silly mistakes yeah. and we'll capitalise on them. Mm. Get that win. Breed that confidence. And if the referee points to the swap from spell, from 12 yards, from 12 yards? Ladies and gentlemen, I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning, started work at 6 and finished at 5. So there you go. Um, if the referee points to the spot and we get that opportunity from 12 yards, there are two things that I want to see. I don't want to see schoolyard squabbles over who's going to take the ball. Steve Evans is the manager. He makes the decision. If he says who's taking it, get on with it and get it taken and get it stuck in the back of the frigging net. Well, and yeah. it's Steve Evans' missus, remember? He said after That's press. That's it. So Mrs Evans, if you're watching, get practising, mm. love. Uh, and the, the other thing is the indecision at the back. If we're going to consist with playing with Conrad Logan, which it looks like we are, this is not a vendetta against him <laughs> at all. At all, it, it, it's really not. I just don't think the defence and the back four look comfortable with him. I want us to be comfortable with him. Let's do a trust exercise. Let's stand up in that dressing room. You know the thing where you fall the back trust and, and some, yeah, the trust yeah. fall? Let's have that confidence in the goalkeeper because if you've got that confidence in the back, if you've got that tightness and that understanding and that ability to work hard, and to know that whoever's behind you, whoever's on your shoulder, mm. is going to cover you if you make a mistake. Yeah. Then you can push forward and that breeds into the midfield and then that breeds into the strikers. Yeah. Indecision, cut that out. I think it's mm. as simple as that. Yeah, just be more commanding as well. Yeah. Certainly so, certainly so. Last mm. week on Friday, obviously, I went up to the, the Lake District and I went on a bit of a tour. I went through White Scar Caves in, in uh, the Yorkshire Dales, which were discovered by a man whose name I can't remember. Read the blog if you, if you want to remember it. But my point is this. When he first started, he went on a voyage of discovery. He got his hands and knees and crawled and carved out a way forward just because he wanted to find out what was on the other side. And Mansfield Town have done that. They've heard about this land which is over the other side of the lake, over the other side of the river, over the other side of the caves, through the caves, through the mountains, called League One. They've heard about it. They've been there before years and years ago but not this current squad a few of the players have been there yeah. but not together and this man got on his hands and knees and carved out a way through the caves and didn't get there in the end he gave up but the people came along and then they carried on that journey and what they found on the other side was actually a thing of beauty and do you know what it just shows by one person's endeavours one person's what's the word I'm looking for instinctiveness no Desire to maybe find out what's on the other side. Impulse. Desire to go forward. Just shows, doesn't it, what you can find on the other side. So maybe, come this time next week, we'll have six points on the board. Maybe we'll have scored a penalty. Maybe we'll have two clean sheets. Who knows? Who cares? We do. Do you know why? Because Mansfield matters. Nate? Because Mansfield matters. Mark? Because Mansfield matters. Because Mansfield matters. From me, Craig Priest, from Mark Plum, from Nathan Edge, from Cam Felton and from those geese who are chirping away and smoothly sailing across the little lake behind us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. See you at the same time next week. Don't forget to interact on Twitter at MCFC Matters and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash MCFC Matters. Why? Because this is the show for the fans, by the fans and because that still matters. Goodbye. are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.